0: (laughs) why do i feel like we're gonna have a lot of fam in the rejoins for the next like several months i just feel like that's just kind of where we're gonna start to start the week this week um yeah i'm not taking advice from ireland on fashion i'll take advice on a lot of things from john ireland how to be a better play-by-play person how to be a better radio person how to be a better person how to make more money and live in the uh you know uh gated off uh, mansion that he lives in all that stuff but fashion i draw the line there kaplan Or not Lindsay are you there?
1: I'm here okay I think Cap is uh he's here somewhere he's yeah. in uh some never neverland or something
0: okay fair enough so what about you like do, should I be taking fashion advice you
1: work hello I mean I think I don't think that no I don't I don't, I don't want to say I'm gonna plead the fifth here actually <laughs> Capitol, are you there now?
0: I can't hear him, guys. I don't know what to tell you.
1: We're working on We're working on it back okay, here. Okay,
0: fair enough. I thought I heard him for a second, but... Uh, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I will vamp, because I just assumed he would be there, but nonetheless, John Ireland ain't taking advice from him. Just sorry, dude. Like, John Ireland, maybe I'm taking fashion advice from John Ireland. Hmm. What, what decade are we looking at? Because I feel like, you know, John, not completely out of, like, the 20... I mean, he's out of the 2020s. Maybe not 2010s either, though. Early 2000s? Or am I being kind there? Or am I being too mean? So, I think
1: you're being kind.
0: Like, early 2000s? Is, is that still being... Yeah, probably. That's being kind still? <laughs> so you're saying John's fashion advice comes from the 90s.
1: I mean, maybe late '90s. We'll give him that, right?
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, I I am not taking the fashion advice from.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying he's unfashionable. I just yeah. think that maybe his fashion <laughs> sense is just from a different period.
0: Well, right? agreed. Right. And what I would say is this: I'd add that I'd I'd actually take. Well, I would take advice from from John Ireland on a number of things I mentioned: radio, play-by-play, you know, finances, better person, yada yada. I would definitely take fashion advice from Mace before I would take it from Ireland. I don't think that, even though Mace at times is just hoodies and, and sweatpants, when Mace wants to dress up, Mace knows how to dress up.
1: Well, wait, what was the comment that he made about your nightshirt? Who was he referencing?
0: John, I don't know. He made some old timey reference that I'm not, I I'm vaguely familiar.
1: Was with. it was it like Bob Cratchit? Does he Bob Cravitt. Crab-
0: Crab- Bob Cratchit? Cratchit or Cravitt? I don't know. That's what I'm confused. Bob Cravitt's, no, he's an Indianapolis star columnist. Yeah,
1: is it Cratchit from like the old. Christmas Carol? Is that what that's yeah. from? Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming
1: so. It's a strange reference. No offense, John, but that's a weird, yeah. weird poll.
2: Cap, are you there? I am here. Uh, good afternoon. Happy to be here, just as a by the way. I'm very happy to be here, but I wasn't here. Like, I kind of was here, but I wasn't here, but now I'm here. So I'm here. Yeah. Did that make any sense to anybody, or was it just me? Not really. Yeah. You're here. That's all that matters. I figured. I figured.
1: Yeah. Did, did you break something?
2: No, not at all. I did not break anything, although things are breaking around me, but that's another story for another day. But, um, yeah, I'm all good now. I'm all good.
0: What is breaking around you, though?
2: Oh, George, you don't even want to know. Do you want to know? Do you really want to know? I asked the question, I want to know. I I guess you did. Dude, I've been dealing all day with a plumbing issue in my house. Um, Massive, massive leak underneath my house, and hardwood floors starting to, like, what's called buckle. I didn't even know what that meant. I thought you buckle a belt. Yeah. Yeah, they're starting to come up, right? And I'm like... It's just been a disaster, like literally all day here in my now, house.
0: I have one question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Is there poop all over the house, too? No, not that kind of plumbing, right?
2: Um, there is not, thank goodness. Thank okay. goodness. There so there is you go.
0: There's a, I'm just looking for a bright
2: side. Oh, huge bright side by you. Um, I'll tell you what's not a bright side is there's like a crawl space on the side of my house where the leak was coming from, and I yeah. just couldn't get myself into it. Like, I was trying to work my way down into this crawl space to wait, try wait, wait, and examine.
0: Wait, but you couldn't get into it because you didn't want to get into the dirty water, or you couldn't get into it because you couldn't fit?
2: It's not that I couldn't fit. It's just that I didn't want to fit. You feel the difference? No, I
0: don't. What like, I could mean? have,
2: like, I, like, this plumber came today. This this plumber, this guy comes over. He's 26 years old, about 6'2", and about 290. And he legit could not get in. He could get his head in and his shoulders in, but couldn't get the rest of them in. Right. You know? Well, he's huge. He, he's a big guy. And yeah. he calls the next guy, and he goes, "Hey, listen, Slim, I need you to get over here because you got to get down there." And I could Wait, hear them. Did he
1: really call him Slim?
2: He did because because <laughs> the guy on the other end of the phone, I could hear him. He was giving the guy a hard time. He's like, "Well, if you would lose weight and eat a salad for lunch," and then the plumber was like, "I'm trying to lose weight. Leave me alone!" Like they were having a legit fight on the That's phone awesome. right in front of me. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, there so, must be like the they, they should be like they're like a married couple apparently at work. Kind of like stumbled that. Kind of yeah. like uh, you guys. So anyway, on
1: our, on our pre pre uh, show call. Yeah. like that.
0: So <laughs> So <laughs> the so let me ask you a question. Go ahead. What did, you, what did you mean by that? You went into this diatribe about the guy who was helping you. Why couldn't you fit? Mentally, you couldn't fit putting your body in there, or physically, you couldn't fit your body in there.:
2: I think it was more mentally, I couldn't do it because I just didn't want to get all dirty and gross. Okay. okay. you know, So this guy put on like this white plastic hazmat suit, yeah. and then he crawled down into this hole, and then he videotaped for me the entire leak that was happening in the house. And then, I mean, George, I'm telling you, plumbers were here earlier in the day. Contractors have been here thereafter. And so, yeah, so like my my equipment for radio, Laura and I were sitting here. She's going, I don't know what the problem is. It's on your end. You must have broken something. I'm like, she might be right. Like, I didn't mean to break the, the, the pipes underneath the house, but they broke. I didn't mean to break the radio equipment, but maybe I did it because I'm like that. I'm very unhandy. <laughs> <laughs> how could you have broken the piping in your house, though? Like you well, I specifically, didn't, but I didn't. That was my point. No, I didn't what break I'm the saying. pipe like
0: that. Yeah, I mean, you I can't break can't the radio yourself. equipment. Now you could definitely break the radio equipment. I don't think there's any question about that.
2: Well, I probably could, but I, I, I specifically don't touch the radio equipment. I'm like, look, I don't know how to use it, so all I want to be able to do is turn oh. it on, yeah, yeah. and press connect. And that's it. And then disconnect and then turn it off. I don't want yeah. to know anything about the settings. Okay. I don't know which is the volume. I don't know which is the microphone, which is the headphone. I don't know anything about it. I just want to be able to use it, you know?
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, so, well, I'm glad things around you are, I would imagine, hopefully getting better. Yes?
2: Yeah, I hope so. I hope, But I do think this, listen, anybody who's ever had to deal with something like this, a big leak in your house, um, George, what I'm really concerned about is, is um, the house seems to be the word they're using is settling. To me, that means moving. Yeah. A- and so, like, things are cracking and breaking. And it's like, why is that? And they're uh, like, well, the house is kind of settling. I'm like, does that mean it's going to come falling down sometime soon? So, yeah, I don't know. It's a little crazy day today.
0: Yeah. Dude. No wonder you snapped out all of us on the call earlier today. Like- I know. It was <laughs> a little snappy.
2: It was a little snappy today, wasn't it? <laughs> You really snapped, man. I think you need to tell
0: that story on the air. Morales was like, uh, I mean, you went at Morales, which I kind of liked. I got to be honest.
2: Well, yeah, usually it's you going at Morales and, you know, a lot of names and expletives and stuff. I try and refrain from doing that until I'm in person with him so I can actually grab him and grab him by the neck and shake him and choke him, you know. But, um, yeah, Morales got a little under my skin today. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, all because I was saying that, and you didn't hear me because I broke up. We were so people. Let's just let people behind the curtain here, real quick. So we do a pre-show meeting on Zoom. You know, some days it's quicker than others. Um, <laughs> the days that I, I want it to be quick and I I speed through the topics, it's quick. That's basically how it works. Um, when I don't got time for this, uh, but what I would say is um, on this call. I was telling a story. Oh, I went to have tacos. That's what it was. I I went to a taco place in Harbor City called Tacos El Goloso. And I had birria tacos, which I'd never had before. Um, and you couldn't hear what I said because I broke up on the call. And then everyone was trying to tell you at the same time what it was because he's like, I didn't hear what you said. Did you say bimini? And then everyone's like, no, birria. <laughs> and then everyone's breaking up. And then you couldn't understand. You're like, what are you spelling? What are you say? And right. it literally was an episode of, a cur- of Curb Your Enthusiasm right. on Zoom.
2: Because when you said birria, I was like, is that like a taco shop that I've never heard of? And you're like, no, dude. It's like a certain style. of t-. I'm like, okay, I've never heard of a birria taco. And then this is what got under my skin. Morales goes like this, so snide. He goes, well, you know, Kaplan, 71 percent of the audience speaks in espanol and they know what a bitty taco is and i'm like okay first of all i couldn't hear what george was saying that's a b as he was trying to spell it he was breaking up c Laura is trying to spell it because she hears that that George is breaking up, but I can't even hear her because you're breaking up in between what she's trying to spell. And D, and lastly, and I probably should move this to the top. I'm sorry. I am sorry for being white. I apologize for not being Hispanic and not speaking fluent Spanish. Mi espanol es muy mal. It's not good, man. So... So, gracias. I think you See got mad saying?
1: more that we were kind of laughing at you that you didn't know it. You're like, <laughs> it's like there, everyone's trying to explain it, and you were still like, "I'm still not getting it, guys. I still don't, I'm still not hearing you right." What is it? Can yeah, you, please you got. Yourself? You, you were
0: very testy today, but now I understand. There's poop potentially all over your house, and your house is settling, which is not a good thing.
2: No, it's not a good thing at all.
0: Yeah, so I get it. That's fine. I'm just gonna it's get okay. you birria
2: tacos. Muchas gracias, and right, and señorita. Laura's
0: mom is gonna make birrias, uh, uh, tacos. Yeah, and you know you made out like a bandit in this mm-hmm. one.
2: All right, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, Morales is now texting me. He's like uh, telling me this whole that I'm insulting the audience by not knowing what BD a taco. Listen, I- I'll try anything. T- teach me, educate me, show me. But I couldn't hear it. That's all. And yes, I did get a little bit testy. I think the other part of it was Morales told me I look like I've, I've been like strung out for three days and I told mean, me to go. You?
0: I couldn't tell. I was on a phone. On the no,
2: Amazon, I wasn't. So. No, it's just, but I, but it's true. I haven't shaved in about a week. I can't grow a beard to save my life. Okay? okay. But I can grow like a goatee. And even that is not very strong. And so I just haven't shaved for about a week. And I kind of thought to myself, let it go for a couple of weeks and see what happens. And it's horrible. I mean, it's all patchy. I got no hair on the side of either of my cheeks. You know, my twenty-one-year-old son grows a full beard like a grown man. I'm a fifty-year-old guy who still can't grow a beard. I've let it go for a few days, and Morales tells me I look like I'm strung out for three days. You know, (laughs) the question wasn't answered though. Are you? Oh, no, 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 no. no, I'm not strung out for three days, but I will say this. It was a long weekend, especially yesterday, man. Yesterday was one of those long days. I don't know about everybody else. I went to a bar restaurant, 10 a.m., sat down, Charger game against the Ravens over here, uh, Rams game against the Giants over here, and I stayed at this bar till 4 o'clock in the afternoon Till the, four, till the one o'clock games were almost over, then left and went to go watch the Dodger game and the Sunday night football game. And so from 10 in the morning till almost 9 p.m. last night, drinking beer, eating garbage food, watching sports. And, uh, and yeah, today I guess I'm, I'm paying for it a little bit.
0: Um, Zigzag tweets us and says, uh, birria tacos are the best tacos. Try the quesabirria, which is a birria taco, but in a quesadilla style. Wow. Can, can I mean, I had, know? so I had, I had birria tacos just so people know that we can get back to that real quick. But what is um, that, that? Birria. Birria.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What is it?
0: Oh, so it's a style of, it's a style of meat, uh, beef, right? And, um, and then the rest of it was basically, uh, cilantro and onions or whatever. Um, but they, I went to this place where they do it dorado, which is, you know, a little fried, right? Uh, you know, they, they fry it all for you. Uh, like in, uh. I guess, like un taco so,
3: dorado con papas, or like whatever you want right, to there. Right, with papas.
0: Right, mm-hmm. so the shell is harder. You know what I'm saying? Cone exactly. Papas. Uh, like potatoes, potato shell, basically. Right. Um, and so they then they do a quick fry on it. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm still full, and I had that thing at one o'clock. Mm. I'm not even joking. I had three tacos. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they all had the birria, right? they had the cilantro and the and the. Uh, Did you dip the, them? Onion and there was dip.
3: Yes. Okay. Good. We dip them in.
0: It's like this. Uh, what it's, is it called?
3: It's like a because when I, my mom does it's like give a little it, soup. It's like almost, a soup, like, yeah. almost like
0: almost like look soup, here. But, here's yeah. the here's the anglicized equivalent to this. You ready? Mm. What's that uh, sandwich you guys put the au jus dip in? What, French, what's dip. That? French dip. French <laughs> dip. French dip. That thing. Yeah. It's like that, but for but like tacos, but you know, sort of like that.
3: Yeah. It's so good. Laura,
0: like, is that kind of the best way to describe yeah, it? Yeah, I was
3: thinking about that. I was like, if I had to explain it, it would be that. It's like, someone who cons- doesn't understand it. right? It's like, I love
0: For you and Lindsay, it's like au jus dip sandwich, right? It's, yeah, it's weird,
1: like that. though. I think yeah. the au jus thing, like dipping a sandwich in like like brothy stuff, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, not a fan of that. See, for I sure do broth. like
2: it, though, because it makes the bread nice and soft at that point. I like that.
1: Yeah, no. Not for me. No, I'm with Lindsay.
0: I don't love the au jus dip, although I Maybe. do like au jus dip. Like, I like the way it tastes. Um. Anyway... All this was to do to do one thing for you, in the audience. You're probably wondering why haven't you talked about the Dodgers? Well, for 10 minutes, we wanted to take your mind off the Dodgers, to be honest, (laughs) because it's been a pretty crappy—I don't know, uh, you know, 12 hours or whatever the Mm -hmm. hell it's been, or longer than that, you know, 20 hours or whatever. Uh, It's been pretty crappy. So we just spent the last 15 minutes, maybe, just talking nonsense, getting stuff off our own, uh, you know, minds and chests. I take blame for all of it. Well, it is your fault. Um, just to take your mind off the Dodgers. Now, we will get to the Dodgers, because there is a blame game to be placed. Um, A lot of people are writing them off, and at least I am here to tell you that I, I don't think they're dead yet. But... Things aren't pretty. They're definitely in the emergency room. We'll get to that coming up in a second.
2: Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN
0: Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book
2: of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download ESPN bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details
0: you know it's funny that this rejoin comes up so I was watching The Wonder Years the new one with Don Cheadle as the voiceover as the kid which is it was hilarious I'd never What's seen an episode on ABC oh um, I just stumbled upon it and um, I might have been watching a game or something on there and it just came on after or whatever and I noticed that after that show, after the New Wonder Years, the Connors comes up, which was the spinoff of Roseanne um, many years later that ABC did. And that show, you remember she, you know, had her crazy episode where she blamed um what did she blame it on the sleeping pill? Uh, what is that sleeping pill that everyone takes that Ambient? Ambient, yeah, she blamed it on Ambien. I blame my racism on Ambient. Um, and <laughs> just it just happens
2: george i mean sometimes you take ambien the next thing you wake up the next day you're boom racist it just racist. happens right yeah you're like I, hap- I, in yeah. fact sometimes you know when you see those tv commercials for for medications they tell you all the side effects yes that's one they leave out or they try to yes. slip yes. in real quick they're yes. like you know the results could be you might become a racist it's possible yes
0: a- excess racism right <laughs> anyway um but i so the Connors comes on and yeah. i know and i looked at my wife and i said you know, I, I, this show has been on for a couple of years post-Roseanne. Like, and I looked up the numbers. Like, you know, TV numbers are way different now than they were when you and I were younger. But um, still does rates well. And I'm like, all this hubbubaloo about Roseanne, they don't even need her on the damn show. Like,
2: the show is still successful. This is now? This show is on TV now? The Connors. yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, dude, honestly. Like, I can't even tell you one network television show that I watch. But it's funny. You say that you were probably watching a game. If I had to take a guess... Were you possibly watching UCLA versus Oregon on Saturday night and you hung around thereafter and this is what came on? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that – was that game on ABC? I think so. I think if so. it was,
0: then yes, then that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I saw – a ton. look, I watched a ton of college football this weekend. And I do want to get to UCLA because they've got a big deal coming up here pretty, uh, pretty soon here in the next couple of days. you got college game day coming here. It's going to be a fun kind of deal here this week. With them, but we'll get to that in a second. So let's get to the Dodgers real quick, because sure. enough of stalling the pain. Yeah, At the really. end of the day, the pain is the pain, and being down 0-2 stinks. And I will say this: before the series started, we talked about it, we joked about it on the air. I said, "Yeah, I give the Braves like a 35% chance," and I jokingly just gave an arbitrary number. But the reality is, I told you, they could pitch the hell out of the ball. And they've kind of coalesced as an offense where they're gelling right now. And every guy is finding a way to step up, even though two of their best players um, are gone due to injury. So the, I, we, we tried to tell people this would be a real series and that last year down 3-1 is not some sort of anomaly.
2: No, but, you know, it's funny. You said 35% chance for the Braves. I was more like a 50-50 because, you know, you get to this stage of the game and everybody's this good. And, you know, you, you look at what has happened here. You mentioned the injuries to the Braves. I'll mention the injuries to the Dodgers. And I said it before, but the last series of the regular season when Kershaw gets hurt and Muncie gets hurt. And then last night, just by the way, for those that were watching in the early part of the game, they showed Justin Turner sitting there with a jacket and they say he's not available. He actually winds up playing later in the game. But there's another guy that, that you know is a heart and soul member of this team that last night did not start the game. So I thought that was really interesting because for all the talk of the injuries with the Braves, we don't seem to be really talking about the injuries for the Dodgers, which have been a persistent issue all season long, but there's a couple of big names and stars and important positions that are not currently playing right now. I think it's a huge deal.
0: Uh, yeah, look, I do think it's a huge deal. I don't think there's any doubt. But, um, man, are they in a situation where you, you feel like, the end is near like do you get that sense
2: so George I'm not as down about it as I know so many other people are and I'm probably not because of last year being down 3-1 to this same organization I don't want to say same team same organization you're down 3-1 you're facing elimination you wind up winning three games you win the series I'll throw it to you this way could the Dodgers win the next three games is that possible
0: yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah. I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. Right.
2: Of course. So, so could they win four of the next five? Could they win four of the next? You know. I mean, yeah. I think the yeah. answer is yes. Yeah. But I. But I also think this. Most of the fans, and I think most of the media, is focusing on one move and one player. Everybody's focusing in on why was Urias used as a as a relief pitcher at that time in this game, given where this pitching staff is, given how it took to win game five against San Francisco, given that Scherzer was really worn out, uh, why would you use Urias in that situation rather than just going with what kind of got you there? Why not use the formula that you've been using all year why are you overthinking? Why are you trying to get too cute? I think most fans and most media are focusing in exclusively on that organizational decision. But, George, I'll tell you, there's a lot more to that game yesterday as to why the Dodgers lost it. It's not just that one decision.
0: Oh, no, I agree. But here's the thing with udias They've done that constantly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, maybe not during, not during the regular season, but they did it on postseason last year. So right. they feel comfortable with him in this swing position where they have a number of pitches he can pitch. He only threw 10 pitches uh yesterday. He's going to still he's still going to start coming up in a couple of days. So like it's it's what works for them. That's their process. And if you look at the Dodgers, the last 41 games where they've had a two runs or more lead in the 8th inning or or later, they'd won 41 straight of those scenarios. So we overreact to the one situation in the playoffs. Now, granted, I get that's why I tell people playoffs are random in baseball. Even over a seven-game sample, it's random because one bad pitch here, one uh, error there, like that changes the math certainly, but they're not going to change the way they play, which is generally aggressive um, just because one game didn't go their way. And well, I know they're down 0-2, but I feel like – they're still playing to who they are, and that's who you should be. Play to your identity.
2: Well, I, I'm going to disagree and tell you this. I, I honestly think that given the, the, the starting pitching, where they are, what do they really have? They've got Scherzer, Bueller, and Odias. That's what they've got as far as starting pitchers. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Okay, there is no Kershaw. There is no Bauer. There is no Dustin May. I mean, they've got three starting pitchers. So, look. Andrew Friedman is a very, very smart baseball executive, and Dave Roberts is a very smart baseball manager. Me? Not as much. Yeah, I managed a whole bunch of years of Little League, okay? So I don't quite have the resume that those guys have. So I'll yield to their expertise. However, that being said, I thought it was a very bad move. Obviously, hindsight being 2020, you can look back and realize it was a terrible move because of the way Orias got hit. But I just disagree. You know, you have a starting pitcher, you've got middle relievers, you've got guys who are set-up guys, and then you've got closers. So why they're trying to get cute with a starting pitcher who hasn't come out of the bullpen all year long, other than Game 5 of the the Divisional Series, why try and get cute? And what Dave Roberts says is, because he was the best option at the time.
0: He was. You had a bunch of lefties coming up. And you have your best lefty in Julio Urias, who... To your point, just did it recently and did it all last postseason. Just because he didn't do it in the regular season doesn't mean anything. You've n- Max Scherzer's never closed a game, <laughs> so he closed one the other
2: night though. Yeah, he now, did. T- he did. You know. So, but like, I, I, that's but the I, thing. But like, I still think it's a mentality thing. I, I really believe that no, a guy like these guys
0: I, aren't wired that way anymore. Like a lot of these guys, that could have been the case even three or five years ago. But now be- analytics has been so prominent in baseball for so long. This isn't the you know, early 2000s where Billy Bean was like this counterculture person. All these people do this now. Like all these teams do this. Except certain teams try to find even more market inefficiencies. And that's what Andrew Friedman does. It's well, what the Rays do, which is his old stomping ground. So, well, yes, you, you're right. The, the person listening in their car agrees with you. Because that's the way you knew baseball. But that's not the way baseball is played right
2: now. Okay, well, that's fine, okay? You're right. Analytics control baseball. Manager's guts no longer control baseball. And and listen, all I can say is this. Before Urias got knocked around in that in that eighth inning, okay, before he got knocked around, I think most of us were sitting there going, why the heck would they bring him in there? I mean, it's not because you don't have faith and trust in the guy, although, George, you had a stat last week that his first inning – has been his most problematic inning yes. the entire season mm-hmm. so even though this is the eighth inning of the game, it is still his first inning so if if he struggled through the first inning, well the eighth inning was his first inning
0: I right just, I, I I get what you're saying but that also doesn't bode to be true either because if you look historically when he's come in and you can you can you can look at every time he comes in in a certain inning and what the numbers look like you know what I'm saying so his yes it was his first inning but that is um, – that that's that's just more – you're playing the result basically there is what I'm saying because they have the data that shows whenever he even starts the eighth inning, like the numbers are probably good. You know well, what I mean? Like They, don't, they don't have numbers they for all of
2: that. I'm sure they do. And, again, that's why I will yield to what they know or what they want their team to be. But I'm just here to tell you this. Most people who were sitting there watching last night saw Urias come into the game and went, wait a second, today's yeah. Sunday – he pitched four innings on Thursday. He's going to be a starter in which game? Let's we'll see. Today's Sunday, Monday too. So you're like, you're trying to figure it out. and You're like, why would they use him there? And the bottom line is, let's just talk about the results. They were horrible. And it, and and listen, right? It but wasn't you're playing the
0: result. Correctly, I know that. But what I'm telling you is, they will tell you the 41 previous times we were in that situation, we won.
2: Well, I'd like to see the 41 times that they brought Urias in in the eighth inning. That's what I'd like to see.
0: Okay. Well, historically, he's done it plenty.
2: But he, but again, we consider you're back just and forth harping on the fact that he didn't do it in the regular season. Uh, correct, because you but know what? But what does that mean if he did it, it literally means. a week ago? Here's what it means. And that, he did it successfully a week ago for four innings, in innings three, four, five, and six. Uh huh. What I'm saying to you is this: guys get themselves into a routine. I'm a starter. I- I get I'm it. a middle reliever. Yep. I'm a setup guy. Not I'm anymore. I'm a closer. Not not in baseball in 2021 when
0: these guys are not. Yes, those guys have routines, but they also know that they can adjust their routines for, to for today's games. And a lot of the younger guys are used to playing that way. They don't play baseball that way anymore, is what I'm telling
2: you. I, listen, that's fair. Your point is well made on me. I understand that the analytics rule the game, and that again, a manager sits in his pajamas in the in the in the dugout. And, and he gets to babysit everybody, okay? He doesn't get to really make decisions anymore. This is not based on what I see, what I feel, who's coming up, my gut. It's based all on the numbers. I get all of that. I'm just here to say that I think everybody inside that organization privately would be saying, we made a mistake last night. We, we could, Trinan had nine pitches. They could have they brought him back out the next inning. He was on fire. You know, but everything's about matchups: lefties versus lefties, lefties versus righties, and everything's about the numbers. And nobody's sitting there going, "You know what? China was really good. Let's keep him in." Nope, we already made our decision. We already have a roadmap. We're going right to to Urias, and it wasn't just Urias who who gave up three hits in two So let runs. me let me give you some numbers. You want numbers? Let me yeah, do that ahead. on the
0: other side because we're we're gonna. I don't want to be too far over the break here. Okay, but let me. Ahead. I have numbers. I, I, now I don't have the exact inning, uh, eighth inning, but I have. Broken down in in thirds, first through three, four, six, seven to nine. Okay, so I'll give you that. Is that okay? I'll do that on the other side and explain to you why the logic is sound. We'll do that next.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code Eight Save. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: I like Neo. He's got such a good, like, voice. Like, incredible. The beats are always nice and, like, chill. Kaplan, you like Neo?
2: This is the kind of thing I can get down to, George Sedano. I know you guys think I got no moves, but I'm telling you right now, a certain song hits the body in the right way, and then the feet can feel the beat, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? For a 50-year-old white guy, he's right. He can get down. (laughs) For a 50-year-old white
0: guy. I mean, if you want to qualify. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's fine. It's okay. By the way, I'm not saying – that all white people can't dance though. I'm I mean that I, I know plenty of white people that get down. Bergman, surprisingly, can get down. True. Um and I say that surprisingly because I didn't. Uh, I didn't think he had those kind of moves. Laura and I made him post the video. I mean, uh-huh. It was like a year ago.
3: <laughs> no, he sent it to us. He never not I don't. Think oh he no, did. he didn't post yeah, it. He just yeah. sent
0: it to us. But yeah. we did. We all. We all came to the conclusion he had moves. So it's not that you don't. I mean, you may. I mean, uh, no, you. You actually. just
3: haven't proven it. Yeah, That's you right. haven't proven That's right. it. You yeah, haven't
0: remember, shown us anything.
2: Remember, yeah. it was a Tuesday night. It was Steely yeah. Dan. It was Chardonnay. Right. It yeah, wasn't it. impressive. It. That's all. I get it. Neo, but anyway, Neo.
0: Neo should make anyone want to move. Is what I would say. I would agree. Yeah. Um, I, there's so many good Neo songs, like, I feel like. Right? And there's So songs- Sick. So Sick is your favorite one?
3: Yeah, because my birthday has a shout-out in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey. No, he has, um, he's amazing, and he's amazing um, live. I've seen him live a few times. Yeah. And at one time, um, I remember he talked about his dance moves because people are like, oh, you sing and you dance, and you're so good at it. And he goes, look, look at my moves. It's the same three moves. Same three moves I do. It's just in a in a different combination. So I make you think that I can dance great, yeah. but it's the same three moves.
0: Uh, I would imagine, you know, Cap. I don't know if if that you were familiar with that particular song, and we'll get to the Dodgers and why, you know my whole Julio Urias uh, conclusion uh, in a moment. But the um, the neo song that I think you would know is the collaboration you had with Pitbull. Like I feel like if you heard that song, you would know. Laura, do we have that song? I think it's called "Give Me Everything."
2: Give, I feel me, like... everything yes! no, yes! Give me everything wow. tonight. Yes. 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 There it is. For all I know, there
1: might not be tomorrow. Let's do it tonight. I mean, anything with Pitbull in it, you know, Cap's Dude, gonna know.
2: You know, I love Pitbull. He's a 305 boy. Yeah. You know, I love this man. You know, I find his music to be inspirational. He's your fam. You know. Well, yeah. yeah I fam. got. That's another thing. I got. I got hit on today for using the word fam. Which, by the way, fam is lit fam is dope fam is fire fam is gas
0: yeah all right time to gas it up trying
1: to make gas happen yes
0: seriously (laughs) hey real quick 710 is the only station giving you a chance to win one million dollars yep you heard that right one million dollars listen today around 5:45. okay so about an hour and 10 minutes for your chance to win you got to be listening to the show today to know the answer to the question we're basically going to give you like some show trivia Um, and whoever answers it correctly and first will win two tickets to Rams-Lions this Sunday at SoFi Stadium, plus your shot in a million bucks. How do you try to win the million dollars? Well, if you get the trivia question right, you will get your chance to give your Super Bowl prediction, the two teams, and the score. And in February, if you nail all those things, uh, then you win a million dollars. It's just that simple. So anyway, so that's 545. Make sure you're listening then. All right, let me finish this Julio Urias conversation.
2: Yeah, explain to me why the logic works to bring him in in the 8th inning of a game when in the next 2 days he's going to be back on the hill as a starter and by the way he's been a starter all season long i understand that in years past he's come out of the bullpen but mentality wise he has moved into the starting rotation so why was this a logical move explain this to me
0: um because he's capable of it that's why and you are you already kind of gave us the reasoning no Clayton Kershaw, no Trevor Bauer, right? So what do you, what do you, who do you trust? You trust Urias, you trust Scherzer, you trust Bueller, and then you trust your guys in your bullpen, right? Right. The Trinans of the world, um, Joe uh, Kelly, you know, ke- mostly Kenley, Gratterall.
2: right? Yeah.
0: Right. Gratterall, those guys. Joe Kelly, you mentioned, yeah. So what? What do we? What does he really have? He has four pitch, four relief pitchers. And three starters. So Correct. he trusts seven guys in the staff on a staff that's at least a dozen, if not more. Um, so because he doesn't have the usual compliment that he would normally have, at the very least, Clayton Kershaw, right, to eat up innings, uh, he doesn't have that. So he's got to be extra aggressive and smart. And the reason is he's capable Urias has done it. He did it as recently as a few days ago. So that's exactly why he does it. And now let me give you the numbers on Urias this season. Okay. This is not previous to last year. This is not just the postseason last year. This is just in 2021. Okay. He has pitched in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning in nine games this season, Mm -hmm. a total of eight innings. He's given up four hits in 27 at-bats, an ERA of 1.12, like, He comes in in those situations, whether it's in relief or whether he's made it there uh, as a starter, which is actually crazier because he's more tired uh, at that point. There's definitely got to be fatigue. Um, And he's money. So they have – and now they have the specific eighth inning number, which I don't have. At least I can't find it. Um, But – so my guess is that's why they did it, because they know he's capable and because the numbers tell you he's pretty money in those situations. And last night was an outlier.
2: Well, listen, to me, statistics are often manipulated to make them look like what you want them to look like. And here's what I would say. Are, no, that's impossible. Well, it, well it, me, no, no, me, no not, in baseball, not well, in baseball, but not in baseball. But let me ask you a question. You ready? You just brought up how successful he's been in the eighth inning of how many games this year?
0: Nine games he's pitched in, in nine the seventh, games,
2: eighth, or ninth inning. In, okay, in nine games this year, he's pitched into the seventh, eighth, or ninth, right? Or come in. Well, wait a second, because he never came in out of the bullpen all regular season long. But that includes that includes yesterday. So what I'm telling you is the only
0: earned run he's ever given up in that situation, as deep as he's gotten, even if he got in deep, Kaplan, that's actually worse because you're talking about uh, fatigue at that point. But what I'm also
2: but but you know what it is, George? It's kind of like you're a ball player. You you go through your pregame warm up, you you get yourself mentally prepared, you go out in the first inning, you're obviously finding enough success that's gotten you to the eighth inning. Routine. Okay? Routine. Now yes. you're taking a guy and putting him in the bullpen because in years, not this year, years past. No, no, you did three days ago. What do you mean just not this you, year? For the first time, you pitched yeah. him in what inning? What inning did you pitch him in? He came in, what, the third or the fourth right. inning or third, whatever it was? fourth, fifth, and sixth. He pitched four right. innings. He yeah. came in in the third. He didn't come yes. in in the eighth. And he did okay? it. Right, but what I'm saying to you is they were bringing him in for one inning versus in the game five against San Francisco, they were bringing him in. But again, you're making it seem like this is some foreign thing to him. Forget about – why are you harping on this
0: season? He's got the the career shows that he's capable of handling that situation. He did it for them numerous times on a championship run last year. He's certainly capable – that, that he's proven that much so why harping on this year like the this routine he has his own routine he's talked about it he has said okay when i know i'm going to be the starter i have one routine when i know i can be coming out of the bullpen i have this routine okay, when if he he he's that? capable and he's dominant at both so no. if he's capable that then why not just uh, be, I, be, you're, why you're don't just you gonna, why can't you just chalk this up to Hey man, that's crappy luck and oh, Atlanta listen, hit listen. the ball I, really well.
2: I can chalk it up to that because if I don't chalk it up to that, then the failure of yesterday will persist and be the failure of tomorrow. I'm not saying that. I'm that's just deep. saying that that a lot of people, myself included, what did you think when you when they brought him into the eighth inning? Were you like, Oh, great move? Or were you like yeah, I, I no, I was like no move. Like, okay, okay yeah, I, I expect I him it was to the, be there. Sure. I, I thought it that. was the wrong move. I thought Trinan was really, really good the inning previous. He only pitched uh-huh. nine pitches. And right, I thought and then he had to have face a bunch
0: him. of lefties, and he's probably not as good against lefties as he is. And that's uh, why righties. they're sitting
2: there with the analytics, and that's why they're sitting there with the numbers. But all of that but being you, said... Why
0: why, why why do we have to arm the word analytics, though? It you, The way you say it, like, when you talk about it, like, yeah. and it's not just, like, the... the the diction of it. What I'm saying is, like the phrasing of it. It's like this negative thing. Like, because oh my god.
2: Because sometimes a manager needs to manage, not babysit, and sometimes a front office executive needs to realize they're sitting in the front office and this guy's sitting in the dugout. And he right, needs but to he's manage the architect.
0: That's like telling an architect, okay, I'm gonna let you build this house. But I'm gonna have say on uh, where the door frames need to go. Like, so what do you, are don't you talking think Dave about?
2: Roberts should have any say?
0: I think Dave Roberts is a col- is collaborating with his front office. Yes, but at the end of the day, the front office is gonna have the final say. So that's different from babysitting the way you're describing it. Again, adding a negative connotation well, to analytics listen, when analytics is simply this information. It's a fancy word for information.
2: All I'm gonna tell you is this: You've made your point. You're, you're generally a very persuasive guy. I'm not being persuaded today. I no, thought, I'm going to be thought the minority at, here. I thought There's the, no question right, about that. I thought at the time bringing him in, I thought it made no sense. I can look back now, and I know what the results are, and I know that, that my thought at the time was this, this doesn't seem right, and we see what the results are, and we know it didn't work out. It doesn't mean that if they did it again, it wouldn't work out. I'm just here to tell you that this kid has become part of the starting rotation. And what got the Dodgers no, to 106 wins? I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I is that not the case? That. He's not part of the starting rotation? He is. He can be both. How about Shohei
0: Otani hits in uh, pitches, right? Like, he can do both, Yeah, but, right? it,
2: but does Shohei Otani come out of the, the, the bullpen in the eighth inning?
0: Does Sho- Shohei Otani, I would imagine, in a playoff game, if they needed it, would come out in the... Max Scherzer just saved the game for the first time in his life.
2: I understand what Max Scherzer did. What but I'm saying- just
0: saying, like, you're making it seem like these guys are like these inflexible people. No, it's, like, not, they're that they're not.
2: Inflexi- it's not that they're inflexible. Here's what I'm trying to say to you. That you your formula was during the year, these are our starters, these are our middle relievers. These right, but are you our can't play the guys, same way. And these you are can't our close. Play, well, but why you, not? That's what got you there. That's what got you, you to play, 106 wins. This, why can't you?
0: Uh, they, so the process is this. Okay, let me do this on the other side. Let me just do this on the other side. I'm going to explain this to you, okay? I, I'm going to explain to you the process, okay, as opposed to how different it is in the regular season and the postseason. It gets adjusted. All right, but but I will explain how they still can coexist. We'll do that next. Oh, that's a good jam right there. That's a top down or sunroof open kind of jam on a sunny day.
2: Old you know, school. This is even old school for me. I got to admit, it's it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's good when it's good when we we decide something is before even I was born. There you go. You see which you I'm, want more of that feel is good. What you're <laughs> Yeah, makes me feel good.
0: <laughs> hey, real quick, are, yeah. are those folks that want to chat about the birria tacos still there? Okay, let me let me do that real quick and then we'll go back cuz I was talking to Laura and, and the crew earlier that I'd never had them before. Um, so I fig- and I've been meaning to try it forever, but I was like so I went to Harbor City. Um, I stopped in Harbor City. And I went into uh, Tacos El Goloso, and I got uh, birria tacos, uh, dorado. I got them a little fried up at that point. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If you're going to go, just go, go big or go home at that point, right? Like, eh, I don't normally do the fried food, but this looks delicious, so I'm going to try it. And it was delicious. But people are calling in about birria tacos. I want to go to Steven first in Rancho Park. Hello, Steven.
4: Hello, everyone on the show. I lo- love your show. Thank I you. I have two things that love I want to say. Love your show. You're there, yeah. Love you yes, there? sir. Go ahead. Okay, I have two things that I want to say. First, I was I was missing LZ when he left the show, and something was missing after he left the show. But since you brought Lindsay on board, now you guys got the double barrel of ladies. I, I think the show is perfectly balanced. I think it's the best show on the air on ESPN right now it's beautifully balanced and uh, keep those two double-barrel ladies.
1: That's right, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Now, double-barrel
2: hey, like ladies it. are we, going we like nowhere. Yes. That's like how I, too, think I think of it.
0: Now, where's, my, where's the realest birria uh, taco you were going to tell me I could find?
4: Okay. I'm uh, a little bit surprised at Laura. Here why, it is, she didn't at least, why she didn't at least inform you since you um, weren't familiar with what birria is. I'm African-American, but my kids are half Mexican, and I've been cooking Mexican food since the 1970s. Mm. Learned from my wife's mother and other abuelas.
3: Well, you know the real good stuff then.
4: So, George, I just wanted to let you know, not trying yeah. to put anything down, because birria made from beef is delicious, and it's maybe a little more common. But the real deep birria is, is made from chivo. And yeah, Lara lamb. should have told you that. I you did. know what chivo is? Yeah, lamb. Yeah, goat. Goat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was that didn't get mentioned, and I I dove for the phone and dialed your number. You know, <laughs> here's
0: the thing that chivo is That's a cool. little too. A little too gamey for me? Like, it's, it's got to be dressed up right, you know what I'm saying, for me to like it, you know? There's a, so that's there's why a, I went with the beef.
4: There's a taco in Highland Park on York Boulevard, just uh, half a block east of Figueroa. It's called My Taco. Okay. Check them out.
0: I will, brother. Thank you, Steven. Appreciate it. Have a great day.
4: All right, man. You guys, onward and, and upward. You, hang on to these ladies. Double
0: barrel. We got yep. you. Planning All on right. doing that. That's right. That'd right, be good. Let me uh, sneak in Jay in Baldwin Hills. Jay, what's up?
5: What's up, Jorge? ¿Qué pasa, man?
0: Hey, ¿qué pasó?
5: Aquí, aquí. So, yeah, man, I had to call in. It seems like I always try to call in when you guys talk about food because I'm a big foodie here. <laughs> um, so, to add on to the previous caller, on top of having uh, birria de chivo, you have to have, uh, you know, baby goat, right? Because that's mm. the tenderest, that's the, the, the most tender so meat. So you're, you're, you're and, saying, like, and, um,
0: what's, the, what's the one that, uh, that they do with cows, the baby cows? What's that meat called? Veal. So you're saying, like, veal, but like goat veal.
5: <laughs> exactly. And it's okay. incredibly okay. juicy and tender and amazing, right? And you've got to have it, you know, not fried, because the fry takes away from the actual. Yeah, but when you the eat consume the consomme afterwards, yeah. yeah. right? When you eat the consomme afterwards, you want to put cilantro, um, cebolla, which is onion, and lime juice and asanza, and it just okay. becomes like a soup rock. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've I've traveled all over the world, and, and you know I'm half Mexican myself, and this is still one of my top dishes in the world. Um, so try try that, uh, Kaplan, you and for the best birria in all of California. Because, you know, NorCal doesn't even touch SoCal Mexican food. you got to go to Birreria Guadalajara in San Bernardino off of Mount Vernon Avenue.
0: Wow. All Do right, best. so you got to go way out there. Okay, I'll check it out. I'm, listen, yeah, I'm always They're only open for from
5: 9 a.m. Trip. to 5 p.m. And they only have two things on the menu, birria and then um, uh, menudo on the weekends. Okay. Hands down the best. And then they hand make their, their tortillas, the corn tortillas, handmade.
0: I love it. I love it. I love. Yeah. it. I'll check it out. So enjoy. Thank it. you, bro- yeah. thank
2: you, brother. Appreciate Next you. Next time I'm driving up to Big Bear and I'm going through San Bernardino, I'll I'll make sure I stop in. What was the name of that place? Anybody remember? Berreria, that Guadalajara. That? Oh, that Guadalajara. Oh, not mm-hmm. Berreria.
3: So quick thing because I know they were talking about you don't fry the tacos and then so birria you can eat it in many different ways.
0: No, like, they can. It can you can know be, what I mean? I had a dorado because I wanted just to fry it up. Yeah,
3: and that's like I was telling Lindsay. If I bring her birria. It's going to be like a soup, you know, yeah. so you can have yeah, it like yeah. a soup or you can have it on yeah. the side with arroz y frijoles. And yeah. then you make your own taco like, you know, Manos de Tortilla, yeah. you don't have to fry it. So it just depends. Like you don't have to have them fried, but that doesn't take away from it not being like a authentic or good. It's just a different yeah. style.
0: Yeah. You could just prepare it a bunch of different ways for sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's what we're going to do. Let's. um. L- w- w- we're not going to be able to finish the Dodger discussion that we started in the last segment. But basically, Kaplan, you asked me the question just so we can re-tease it real quick. So you asked me the question of when it came to them changing up Julio's uh, approach, right? Is that what it was?
2: It's his role. To me, it's just his role. He's a starting okay, pitcher
0: so I, now. I, yeah, so I, I will tell you why they adjust certain things from the regular season to the postseason, albeit still under the same guides of, a, of the same process let's do that because i know people are freaking out today and by the way there's actually one thing everyone's harping on this dave roberts thing there's actually one thing you absolutely should be annoyed about and it has nothing to do with dave roberts we'll do that on the other side as well plus what you need to know we're back in three minutes seven ten espn